0: Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients and a member of the Podfix Network. We are a podcast for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and are wondering how the fuck that happened. Hello, everyone. I am Jill Farrell. And I'm Tina Biggs. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about
1: oversharing. Uh, you heard us when we discussed this as a potential topic, and we mentioned having tea as a guest. And we do! So say hi, T!
2: Hi, everyone. I'm very happy to be here tonight.
1: Yay! Yay. Uh, But before we get started, what are we drinking, my dear?
0: Well, after a month in quarantine, we're just revisiting an old favorite because fuck it. I love me a Kentucky (laughs) jewel, and that's what we're drinking. So (laughs) I have Bellmead bourbon, the Madeira cask kind. And I tried a little something different when I made mine. So I made it with Meyer lemon instead of lime. Um, I heard... Somebody saying that whenever you're using a barreled spirit, you want to use lemon. And I thought, well, fuck it. I'll try that. And it's really pretty good. Um, I think I do prefer it with lime a little bit more because it's a mule and mules are supposed to have lime. However, so this is the Madeira cask bourbon. It's the Meyer lemon. It's got the Moscow mule syrup, the barsmith kind. And then, of course, um, a beautiful ginger beer. And I think it's delicious. What do you think?
2: Well, um, I'll go first, I guess. I really like it. It's different. Um, Jill's right. She's really into making the mules. And, yeah. um, you know, ginger, we go through more ginger beer in this house than probably milk even. And <laughs> I
0: think that's true, actually. <laughs> I,
2: I, I believe it is. Um, but this is really nice because it, it has a sweetness to it that's kind of unexpected.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, I never had
0: Meyer lemon before. I think it's really tasty, and this is sort of my go-to because it's like super easy to make. And like when it's like fuck it cocktail hour type of time, this is this is what we make.
1: There you go. I went a little bit different than you guys did, even. Um, I have over the last year or so, when I first found it at IKEA and then at Global Market, I've been all about elderflower syrup, not oh, ender dragon yeah. syrup. That's a completely different thing. Oh yeah. I was playing games with my son earlier, Um, the elderflower syrup. So I mixed that with, again, the Bellmead bourbon, which, holy fuck, that's good. Um, So I mixed that up with the lime and, oh, it's beautiful. And I'm very excited.
0: Now, you remember a few weeks ago, we made the elderflower syrup with the bourbon and we made a grapefruit sour with that, except we used elderflower liqueur instead of the syrup, but that shit was thoroughly good. And I oh. loved it. That was That's literally one of my favorite drinks. That's kind of one of our other go-tos right now because it's easy and it tastes amazing. And uh, I'm really into it right now. Plus, vitamin C is good for you and it'll help your immune system. And if you're in quarantine, you might as well help your immune system, right? It's good for you. Hashtag scurvy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know between the elderflower and the alcohol and the citrus, we're all scurvy-free, killing germs. Right. and just feeling intercontinental
0: I saw a thing that said some dude in Germany said that if you um, drink alcohol it's good for you to not get coronavirus and then of course the Today Show was like no alcohol will make you get coronavirus because it lowers your immune system and I'm like nah I'm going to go with the German guy <laughs> 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 I decided uh, he was right Okay, I picked him to listen to <laughs> Oh my gosh. I really want to get
1: into some empirical studies and stuff right now, but I don't want to burst my own bubble and I'm going to go with confirmation bias on this one. So I'm
0: just going with straight up German guy.
1: Okay. Yay, Germans. All right. Bye. So Bye.
0: Bye. we're going to anyway. talk tonight about people who overshare. And the reason we're having T in with us is because he is the king of having people overshare. <laughs> <laughs> when. T and I first started dating, he would tell me about like, I was at this store today and this lady started telling me these things, and it would be like insane shit. Like, he was at the store and this lady started telling him how her husband killed himself, and then this other thing happened, and like her son was in jail, and all. And I was like, I couldn't even fathom why people would just tell him these things at random. And I thought, surely he's doing something too. Not necessarily to to incite this sort of behavior, but to encourage it.
2: I think a that's a good word. Way. She thought she was confident that I was encouraging it somehow.
0: Somehow. I mean, I didn't think he was like saying, <laughs> so tell me all the shit you have going on in your life. I didn't think it was that at all. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't think it was that because he's not that kind of person. But I thought that there was something, like, maybe the way his face looked, he was like, uh-huh, 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 or something. You know, something <laughs> was just making him, like, making people tell him stuff.
1: Well, they can't arch Not that one
0: eyebrow.
1: And maybe yeah, right? He's, he's got eye- this cute he inquisitive- little
0: eyebrow that, like, pops up. It looks very quizzical.
1: And it says, tell me more. I want
2: right, to know. Right, right. No. <laughs> I don't just, like, walk around and... Pop up my eyebrow and everybody that I meet or whatever.
0: <laughs> no, but Ooh, look, interested. there's a lady
2: getting lettuce over there. Hang on. Boing! See if she reacts.
0: You have no words. It's like the guy in Jumanji, right? Where he's like smoldering. He does the smolder. The smolder. <laughs> you hear the boom.
2: I don't have a smolder.
0: Oh, Doctor Bravestone. You do. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the story about the time when okay. we were
2: I was on the phone. So that's probably the. Of all of them that I can still recall at this point, that's by far the best one.
0: (laughs) I was on the phone in his ear. He had, like, an earpiece on because this was back in the day when Bluetooth headsets were cool,
2: (laughs) if that was ever a thing. You know, these, the ones that had the little boom mic that stuck out by by your mouth and it hung in your ear and people wore them because they thought they were cool. Right. Some people are still wearing them and they think they're cool. Here's a hint. (laughs) It's not cool anymore. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't that cool then, but
0: at least you could hear. It
2: kind of was.
0: Back then, it was. So I was talking to him on the phone, and he was going through the McDonald's drive-thru to just pick up some breakfast or whatever on his way to work. And (laughs) he said, he drove through the drive-thru, and he said to the lady, I heard the lady say, how you doing? And he's like, good, how are you? And that was literally all he said. And then she just like vomited everything on him. And she's like, Well, today I fell on my way to work and I broke my elbow, but I still had to come to work, even though I know my elbow's broken. And then my dad beat me up. And then, and then, like, she just went on and on and on and on about all this. And um, so I was just, I was astonished that this happened.
2: She could hear all of this. Just as clear as a bell, apparently, <laughs> through the transceiver, which, by the way, was on the other side of my head. So <laughs> the the money window that I pulled up to where this monologue was happening, um, of course, the left side of my face is facing the woman. The earpiece is in the right side, so she can't see it. <laughs> so she has I mean, she has no idea. Like she didn't like, oh, you're on the phone or whatever. She can't see the earpiece. She has no idea. No. So I was,
0: it was very clear that the lady was just spilling it for no reason. <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> and he just made the vomit motion. But um, then, then,
1: then Jill said, oh, he's right. He's not encouraging this action. It no, just I, happens.
2: That's, that's not, not exactly right. what she said. Why don't you tell her what you said? I'm not going to tell you. Tell her. All right. I will. <clears throat> so um, as Jill was saying, this woman is just going on and on about how she broke her elbow and then her dog ran away and she got taken
1: away her kids were just
2: it's just this unbelievable litany stream of consciousness everything going wrong in my life right now and i'm like i'm just thinking you know i'm just here for the mcmuffin and the in the coffee like can i just can can i go can i just go to the next window please and she's still talking and I, i'm not going to be rude because that's how i am jill knows that i'm not going to pull ahead and she's hitting there she's listening to everything this woman's saying and and so this little one with the bat wings in my right ear whispers to me and then my vagina fell out <laughs> and i lost it I just started I just started cackling. I'm, and And now I feel horrendous because this woman has told me all these horrible things that happened to her today, and my first visual response more than just simply nodding my head with an oh, look on my face is to just start howling with laughter. <laughs> And all I could do was just hit the accelerator and pull up to the next window. And I'm like, well, I guess I can't come here again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I might have done that.
2: <laughs> you might have done that, yeah. But that was – so that was Jill's first experience. It was. into, um, the, And I I've told her about – I had told her about this time and again. People just see me, and they just start telling me their troubles. Well, and-
0: like, someplace in my head, I thought, still, even with that lady, I thought, there's got to be something, like, maybe there's something on his face that's like, tell me things about yourself.
1: Like the eyebrow.
0: Yeah, the eyebrow <laughs> something. There was something kind about his face. Like, he doesn't have a particularly kind face. I mean, he doesn't look like a douchebag or anything, but, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, there's so- nothing.
2: What the shit, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking, by the way. I was taking a sip when she said that. (laughs)
0: There's nothing particularly wrong with his face, but there's nothing like particularly like benevolent. He doesn't look like the Virgin Mary or anything. He's not like, well, thanks for that, (laughs) you know? So I was like, okay, there's something that's happening with his face or something that he does. The way he carries himself, we got in an elevator one time at a hotel We're we're both standing
2: right next to each other in the elevator. She (laughs) walked in. Either she walked in before me or she walked in after me. The point is, we got in together and she saw I had done... Zero things. I'd done nothing. (laughs) Nothing.
0: We walked in. There was a lady in there. We said, hey. Like, we both said hi. I think I said hi first and then T says hi. And the lady says, hi. How you doing? And T says... Good, you. That was it. Like the extent of it. (laughs) Two words. And then she just like spilled it. She's like, today's been the worst day ever. And she like tells him all of the things about like her mom died or she's been at the hospital all day. And she's like, I I don't even remember what it was. But all I could do was turn and look at him like, holy shit. (laughs) You didn't even do anything to
2: merit this. I know. (laughs) I've been telling her that for years finally finally she <laughs> believes me
1: well I, I do feel your pain t because this has happened to me my whole life too and i it think has. it has one of the main things i can remember is when i took nina out when she was six weeks old i took her to walmart don't judge me too harshly um <laughs> and um, um,
0: it's all you could afford
1: that's right, and I had her, you know, I had her little car seat in the car, and this grandmotherly-looking woman came up and is like, "Oh, what a lovely baby!" And I, like, "Thank you. How old is she? She's six weeks old." Oh, and then I heard for the next ten minutes, and I was almost in tears by the end of it about how this woman's six-year, six-week-old infant died. Because she'd taken it out in public and someone infected it with some virus and the poor baby died. And I got to hear about her dead baby 50 years before. And I'm sitting there going, I because that first time, mom. Like, don't tell me about the babies. I can't handle dead babies right now. This is a baby. You see the baby? Stop talking about dead baby. And it was horrifying. It's never stopped. It's like, I don't know if it was becoming a mother or what. But all of a sudden, that was like when the switch flipped. And then, boom, it's happened to me. All the fucking time since.
2: By the way, it, at the close of that particular encounter,
1: mm-hmm.
2: did you, like, take a few steps away and then stop your cart and turn to look back and there was nobody there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I like, this it was my- the
2: ghost of some super concerned mother who is imparting this wisdom on you and scaring the daylights out of you in the process, but...
1: No, it, it, I don't know of many haunted Walmarts. I've heard of haunted Toys R Us's before. I think one was on That's Incredible back in the 80s, but that's a whole other. Um,
0: but no, she was still hey, there. Hey. That, and you I, just brought in a whole bunch of new things. <laughs> haunted, and That's Incredible.
1: I know. Do you remember? That's
0: incredible. It's one of my favorite. I do shows. remember. I do. Fran
2: Tarkenton and
0: yes, uh, Kathy Lee and, and, Byron, and Byron and Byron Allen. We oh, were just talking about him the other day. Yes, we oh, were. He has an actual show now, like a new show. He does. What? Yeah. Is he? Let's digress a moment. What is it? It's um, it's some like, like Hollywood story show.
1: Okay, I'm gonna look that up. Whatever happened to Fran Tarkenton?
0: I, I, he's, I, I he's super old.
1: Oh, okay, I did have I did have a that's incredible bumper sticker, but none of my parents would let me hey, put it Siri, in their car. Where is Fran Tarkenton? <laughs> okay, I found this
0: on the web for He's where is Tarkenton? Tarkenton, like Tarduckin? I'd cut her off. Fran's not dead. He's still alive, and he lives in Richmond, Virginia.
1: Oh, good for him. So that's a pleasant place that's to
0: live. Freak shit, <laughs> you know. Anyway, Um, Millie has people tell her stuff and fucking give her stuff. And she has been (sighs) so gracious, even as a child, even even as a tiny child. She was always so gracious. And people would be like, I want to give you this gift. And this was something that my grandmother made for me. And I want to give it to you because I know I'll never have children. And so this is for you. And she would just take it and be so gracious and just be like, thank you so much. This is wonderful. I love it so much. Thank you. And then wow. we'd leave and she'd be like, what the actual fuck should I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't actually say that. She would say like something like, Oh, do I have to keep this?
2: No, you don't have to keep
0: <clears throat> that. <laughs> oh no. But you know, she was so wonderful and so kind to whoever would just give her these gifts. And, People were always so into like, I want to tell you about my child and my child is this and, and she would just listen like this benevolent presence and she would just listen and sort of nod her head and hold her hands like together and, you know, how this. she just had this look on her face like, oh, I understand. And she would touch them on their shoulder and say, it's okay. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> okay. And it was incredible because people would come up and tell her shit and I'm like, she's four. <laughs> telling her that. I need you to go away now. <laughs>
2: oh, no Yeah, she would pretty much hold court at whatever restaurants we uh, visited. Um, and there were people that would come up and just start spilling
0: random oh, shit. Just completely random shit. People are like, I tried to get pregnant, and I couldn't get pregnant. And she's like, I don't even know what that means, but I'm so sorry. (laughs) I think I was at a Cracker
1: Barrel once with you guys when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. Like, the waitress was all kinds of spilling her guts out all over. I think Millie was, like, what, three? And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So there's that. Lee
0: and I went to – we had gone to – he was at work or at some sort of event. And Millie and I went to um iHop. And there was a veteran who was sitting at a table behind us. And Millie always liked to go over and thank veterans for their service. So she said, Can I go over and thank him for his service? And I said, sure. So she went over and thanked him for his service. And he was having a hard time with the waitress, or something was happening that wasn't quite what wasn't meeting his standard. And I don't know how this ended up happening, but, like, before we left, he, like, wanted to take my hand and pray with us, and he wanted to, to like, he told us about his wife who passed, and that he knew that I was a good woman, and he, I mean, like, all this, and I was, like, freaking the fuck out. I was, like, oh, my God, we've got to get out of here so fast. Please don't talk to me anymore. Oh, and Millie no. was like, yes, I understand. And she was so good with the whole thing. And then we got out and she was like, I'm so scared. Can we please go? Can we please run? And I'm like, I oh, no. can't run because people will see us running. But as soon as we get in the car, we're going to go really, really fast. <laughs> so it was, it was actually very unsettling because he was so intense. And he told us like, about this woman and his wife who cheated on him and she did all of this thing. And he could tell that I was a godly one and he could tell that I was all of these things. And I mean, Oh my, <laughs> he could tell. And, and it was just, it was a little bit terrifying, like two steps away from, I'm going to call the cops. If you don't let go of my hand <laughs> kind of oh. thing.
1: Wow. Wow. Wow okay
0: so but the only reason it happened was because of Millie he wouldn't oh. have done it if it had just been me he wouldn't <laughs> have even noticed me but it was because of her and she thanked him for his service and then as we were leaving he said I need to talk to you oh. and that's when all of this came up and he told me all of the things about his life. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, well, uh, so much stuff.
1: Obviously, he needed it. And yeah, and that's I, what I told her. And you were a good surrogate daughter, and she was a good surrogate granddaughter. That's good. So, because I think sometimes people just need someone to vomit their issues on. I and think
0: that's true, I definitely think that's true.
1: <laughs> and T raises his hand. Yes, <laughs> he gets that a lot.
2: Yep, that would be me. Um, <laughs> I was invited over for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh my God, yes!
2: And uh,
0: this is so good.
2: I I didn't know my hostess very well. I I'd only seen her a few times, and um, I'm kind of surprised that she was brave enough to stop by and ask me over. So I thought, okay, well, I'll get some. I'll buy a couple bottles of wine and, you know, put on a tie and, and come over. And what I walked into was just a shit show. Um, <laughs> it w- it really, it really was. I, I never got my hostess's name by the way. I, I have <laughs> no idea what it is, But um,
1: but you know where she lives.
2: <laughs> yeah. I knew where she lived because I'd see her, Like our, she was essentially, I was at the end of a cul-de-sac and so she was maybe two units down across from me. So I could see, I I mean, I've, I've seen her like, you know, as everybody's getting ready for work kind of thing, I've seen her get into her car and drive off, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was pretty shocked when she invited me over anyway, um, I, I went ahead and, and came over and um I ended up meeting um her, her mother, her mother's boyfriend. Yes. Um <laughs> and and then me. So it was the four of us there. Um and all kinds of hilarity ensued, but <laughs> but the specific to the overshare. Um my hostess left partway through dinner oh oh just, just disappeared
1: this is where That's it's awkward.
2: really good okay <laughs> uh, awesome. she just disappeared and I, I guess the mother's boyfriend saw me kind of look around and <laughs> uh so he answered some questions for me that I really wasn't going to ask um she told me that, or he told me that uh, the hostess had fixed a plate for her husband and was delivering it to him in prison.
1: <laughs> oh my! Okay,
2: time out, husband. <laughs> then he goes on to say that the husband was in prison because he was suspected of abusing their child. Infant, infant. Oh my gosh! Second time out. What infant? Oh my gosh! I had no idea about any of this. Oh, oh so <laughs> <my. laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. The look on your face. That was, is a lot. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It's. A, it was a lot. Um. And there's, there's much, much more that I can unpack some other time. Um. But that's the overshare part, and I was just. I was floored. By, by the way, one other little kind of morsel about this dinner. I was asked to carve the turkey. <laughs> I'd never done that before ever. Oh no. Well, it turned out the mother's boyfriend was a fucking meat carver. Well why didn't want I- to carve that turkey? And they made me do it.
0: <laughs> then not cool. Some other day you get to find out about an and we'll just take a poll about who wants to hear about how the mom got super fucking trashed and like oh no. nommed down an entire pie.
2: An entire it, pie. I mean, Not an entire pie. Most of the pie. <laughs> it was one slice and it was pretty amazing how she did it. Anyway, kind of
0: Hasselhoffed it, right?
2: We can... What? <laughs> no. yeah, she stood over the sink. Well, all right, now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, she stood over the sink and basically just inhaled it oh my gosh it was the most ladylike uh, matronly <laughs> thing I've ever seen <laughs> we're, we're kinda, uh, it kind of reminds me of cone heads wow I've never seen a girl take a sub like that before <laughs> it was a bit like that um, it got worse sucks. later on the drunker she got um, P.S. my bottle of wine had disappeared P.S. I'm pretty sure I know where it went <laughs>
1: you had none of it?
2: I had none of it. Mother had all of it. <laughs> Likely at once. Oh my god. Anyway,
0: okay Gina, I want to hear about one of your really big overshare stories. Okay, where I
1: performed an overshare or have you performed overshares? What the fuck? Have you met me? I'm an idiot and I never know when to shut I'm up.
0: Not, what? Okay. Okay, no, so let's go with this then. Okay. When have you
2: overshared? I
0: want to hear And what have
2: you overshared? I know, right? Inquiring (laughs) minds want to know.
0: I wanna know. So (laughs) John
2: the
1: Brit, (laughs) aka (laughs) John the Brit, aka the spleen, wanted me to mention how he is always completely gobsmacked that I'm an attorney and yet every time we go out somewhere, I tend to vomit out information, even though I don't intend to. So, okay. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I'm trying to remember even a um, specific incident when it happened. But um, he says I do this all the time. Every time I come, come back, and this is where it's backfired on me, his advice, by the way. Sorry, I'm like, going all over the map. But um it's okay. I, it's okay bring I, it's it a squirrel. Okay. I do tend to when I explain my response to something, I explain the whole background behind my answer. It's that it's what I do. And who who it's that? what I do yeah. that
2: because reasons. We can get yes. that
1: later. <laughs> right. Reasons, motives, they're important. Thank okay. you.
0: Timeout. Okay. I need you to get rid of the nipples. <laughs> sorry thank you
1: you're welcome uh, oops okay. You. You're welcome. okay so i'm back in all
2: okay. right i like Bye. your nipples gina
1: <laughs> okay thank you G. that was a lot
2: <laughs> you started it
1: See, i invite overshare no but i'm I said
0: time back in and i said it in timeout
1: <laughs> i will explain the timeout though um i had my wireless headset around my neck
0: Anyway, and... It totally looked like nipples. It did look like nipples. It, it totally looked like did a look like, It looked like oh, nipples.
1: What fucking kind of nipples have you been around that these black objects <laughs> came off as nipples? Apparently, black knobby nipples with um, crescent moons around them. Well,
0: let me just say I'm married to tea. <laughs> and that is overshare
1: right My there. Nipples overshare right
0: there. All right, so let's finish... Once you finish right. telling, like all of the things that you wanted to tell, because that's so much stuff.
1: Okay, so yeah, so there was one time that um, John the Brit and I were out somewhere, and um, I I can't remember entirely how this came up or even where it was, but he just constantly face palms about my explanations behind every single fucking thing I'm thinking at any moment. Oh, and. I- yeah, you yeah, you've experienced that. So he's like, oh, kind of like when we were at the mall a while back and we saw that woman <laughs> with really cool short hair. And yeah. I'm like, love your hair. And Jill at the moment was thinking, that's perfect. Then I said, I'm going to try to do my hair like that because I think that's awesome. And, la, 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 la. and I'm like, oh, my God, why am I not shutting up? And I didn't know why <laughs> I did that. Shit like that. It's little shit I do. Yeah. I don't go around telling everyone about dead babies or dead wives or any shit like that. But...
2: What uh, dead baby stories do you have?
0: I told okay. the dead baby at the Walmart. The Walmart Okay, yeah, Walmart all right, dead that baby. Count, that counts. All right. Thank you. Um, I just said dead baby at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Drink
1: on that. shit on a shingle. So um, so yeah, John the Brit is always like, You're talking about overshare and you don't have self-examples. And I'm like, shut up, you asshole. So I'm gonna tell everyone about your spleen again if you keep this up. So Anyway, uh,
0: <laughs> I will say that for me, I I don't overshare. I tell the exact right amount of stuff.
1: <laughs> you do. You're very good at that.
0: I well, suck at it. I won't say that. I I mean, like, literally, there are times when I probably overshare. But I try to tell only the relevant stuff. I think I'm pretty good at editing, at self-editing. Um, but... As a, as a function of my job, um, I work for a big company. I know we've kind of discussed that a little bit. I work for a big company, and I'm a manager of people. And I have 17 people on my team, usually. Currently, I only have 14, which is really nice. But when I do have people on my team, those people have to come to me. And one of the things that in my position they do require me to do is they say that they want us to know people. They want us to know our people. They want us to really reach out to them and to try to be empathetic and, and things like that. So so a lie. It's It's difficult <laughs> because I have this very fine line where I'm supposed to be a professional and I'm supposed to say, you know, how are things going? What's motivating you with, you know, I understand. I see that your metrics are suffering right now. Is there something going on? And then when you tell me what's going on, I'm supposed to be like, oh, that sucks. Here's our EAP number, fix it, and then you're <laughs> do done. But that's not really how that works, you know? So if somebody comes to me and says, hey, my husband's beating me up, or by the way, I live just outside of Paradise, California, and my house burned down, and I'm not sure how my family's going to live. Oh you know, I have to deal with that and I have to help that person recover from that. And I have to help them move into a functional place, um, where they can be in a good place, you know, where they can work well. And my, my company tries very hard to have me work with my advisors, and, and, even when I was back in my advisor days, I had to deal with things like that. I had, um, I had a, a customer who called in and tried, wanted to try to get into their daughter's computer because the daughter had passed away in a car accident Ooh. and they wanted to get the last photos that they could get and the last information that they could get before the daughter passed away. And... I looked it up online and, and it was true. The daughter really did pass away in a car accident.
2: Oh.
0: And so I had to try to help this customer, but these are like overshares, But at the same time, they're overshares that I kind of needed to know in order to help this, help facilitate this in order to help the customer. Yeah. And this is when I was working customer side. And now that I'm working advisor side and I'm helping the advisors help the customers, I have to work with the advisors to try to, implement these things and then the Mm. advisors have their own personal lives where maybe their husband has cancer or Mm. maybe they are being abused or maybe their house was burned down and now I have to cope with all of this stuff and that's pretty overwhelming sometimes yeah that's hard everything that I have going on on my own life you know I've already said I have a kid with Tourette's syndrome and all of this other shit going on. Um, And all the other stuff. So, yeah, this is why I drink. (laughs) There we go.
2: So, one of the things that I said earlier in response to you, Gina, was because reasons. Reasons. And And so, I would like to explain why, for me, explanations are hard and it it could come across as over a share please stop please put that finger gun down <laughs> oh, no.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> i'm an engineer i'm a software engineer and i am responsible to clients and they give me something to troubleshoot and i go to work and i figure out what the heck's going on and you know it can take a while and i keep um, I guess maybe I'm oversharing right now, but I, I keep a running log of everything that I do um, on those trouble tickets. Um, so that way, if I get pulled off and have to do something else and then come back to it, I can resume what I was doing in a reasonably good manner. You know, I can kind of refill the buffer with everything that I had before and then move on. So It's very, very difficult to me Once I have – I've had to work very hard on just simply giving the who, what, when, and where and leaving the details off. But when they ask for the details, it's kind of not my fault. You're going to get the details because they are what they are, right? I can't – Yes. You know, I'm – if they want the details on on how this happened or how this works or whatever, I'll tell you. Um, but you know, being caffeinated is your responsibility, not mine. (laughs) Thank you. So yeah, it it kind of ends up seeming very boring and sherry and whatever. And it makes for incredibly long emails, which I have really tried very, very hard to just, At the very least, if I have to enter details, I'll say right in there, this is the boring stuff, you know, and I'll give them a TLDR. I want to be nice about it. I want (laughs) to answer their questions. And it's like, well, okay, read further if you want to know more nerd shit. Otherwise, stop and be good. You do a good job of that, though. I mean, I think you do a nice job of
0: maintaining that sort of level of, do you want to know this? Do you want to know this? Do you want to know this? And I think that that's important.
2: I think that's only come really in the past few years. I agree. And maybe part of it is from having clients that always wanted the details no matter what. Um, But but unfortunately I end up coming off like I'm rambling and saying, you know, all kinds of stupid nerd shit that business people (laughs) I've come to realize they don't care. They don't want nerd. to know. They just want to know is it fixed? Can I do my shit now? Okay, good.
1: But nerd shit is important. Okay. It is
0: important.
2: It is important.
1: The struggle is real. And here is a struggle. <laughs> Here's the struggle I had today. And I don't know I I don't know if it's because I'm a nerd or cause I'm an Aspie or what the fuck. But but earlier today, I had a um, train wreck, or excuse me, a friend on Facebook.
2: <laughs> She was her mouth was full. It was great.
1: <laughs> awesome. I, I didn't type it that full way on, Now
2: she's struggling I to get almost it down.
1: Spit that out. <laughs> I didn't type it way, way on purpose. It's got me a spit take. But I'm very glad it happened. Um, <laughs> so close. But she posted a meme that's gone around that said, seems like when the mainstream media told us Joe Diffie died from COVID-19, they forgot to mention the stage four lung cancer he have been battling. Now, you know me. I can't let shit like that go.
0: That was stupid. I haven't seen that meme, but that's a stupid meme.
1: I posted a response that said, yes, he had stage four lung cancer seven years ago. And I really, really struggled on how much to overshare because stage four lung cancer is what killed my dad. So I'm like, do I get into the whole, if COVID had taken my dad even two days earlier, I would have fucking blamed the virus because it would have been accurate. But no, I did not. I, I simply... Um, posted a. This is what Billboard Top Forty said because it's not mainstream media, is it? No, no. it's not CNN. It's not MSN. It's not any of those. It's not news. news Billboard not is news. not news. Right. So I, I posted the Billboard Top Forty that mentioned that he had lung cancer seven fucking years ago. And the virus is what killed him. And then I walked away and one of my friends from high school even messaged me and said, perfect response. I'm like, thank you. And I didn't mention took me 60 minutes to talk myself down from the ledge.
2: So I had, I had something like that, uh, earlier this week. In fact, someone on one of the groups that I'm in, in Facebook, Oh, what did he do? He, he said, (laughs) Oh, I know what it was. Um, Somebody asked the question about 5G networks.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: And what all the hubbub is about it. And so I responded. And I responded with, here's here's what I know. Gave them the synopsis um, and left it at that. And I thought, I know I'm going to get attacked for this. <laughs> and sure enough, I did. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody else in the group said, Well, did the scientists and he put like you can you could read the air quotes around scientists, you know, (laughs) he actually put them in double quotes. So it's yes, you can actually read the anyway. Um, (laughs) He's like, well, did they account for this? And did they account for that? Blah, blah, blah. And. uh, My it really got my hackles up because it felt like this person had attacked me for what I said. And so I replied, uh, after I calmed myself down, I replied with, um, he asked the question about what the hubbub is. I responded. I did not offer any kind of bias as to whether I agree or disagree with it. And then I went on to say something along the lines of, so to help you with the questions that you have, uh, I googled the article. Here's the article that I cited, and oh, by the way, here's another article that seems to have been published as a counterpoint to the original. Yeah, so you didn't do
0: the whole "Let me Google that
2: for you," though. I, <laughs> I nearly did. I actually, I actually had the URL from Let Me Google That For You dot com. wonderful wonderful sarcastic website by the way Uh, but i chose not to do it because i didn't want to be that overt but i still wanted to own this fucker and so i said it the way i did
0: pardon me while i bookmark something have you seen that have you not seen that let me google that for you no i haven't it's the fucking best thing ever oh it's i i'm already okay okay google that for you and then all you do is type it in and then it like creates this little video thing where it types in what do you think about this and then <laughs> it, it like oh. does all of the search for the person it's amazing okay so joe diffie girl yeah. um you're gonna also what's that you're gonna
1: use it yeah i'm gonna use that oh yeah she's already <laughs> done the whole vaccination thing on me she's an anti-vaxxer and <sighs> I had to stop myself from telling her how much I was personally offended by that, given the prevalence of autism in my family.
0: Have, we've gotten so far off topic with oh my, years. Oh my gosh, I
1: know. I'm so, so sorry. Okay.
0: I want to bring this back. Okay. I want to say thank you to T for guest starring tonight. I swear to God, he's the absolute king of random people telling him shit. It's completely insane. I will... <laughs>
1: I could possibly rival him, though. I, I didn't even no. get into the whole no. arc- one hour in the arcade Google thing. And
0: I have been with him, and he is 100%. He's like 700% more <laughs> than random people telling him shit. Like, some homeless person will come up to him on the street and be like, you are the person that I'm going to tell all my crazy shit to. <laughs> And he'll just be like, okay, well, I guess I'll listen to you. <laughs> they obviously be like, I think I have to run away. <laughs> so, you know, that's just the way it is.
1: Oh, I think we've all had it happen. Uh, but for sure, some people just inspire that in some way. And I truly believe that. And T, I think it's the eyebrow.
2: Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly believe <clears throat> that it's not something that I do, though. I, and I know I've made that clear. And I'm very happy to say that now, finally, after the elevator incident, Jill (laughs) believes me, too. And I don't have to prove it to her any longer.
0: No, he doesn't do it. It's not something that he does. I've seen it happen. It's completely random. So I just, I want to go on and say, like, moving on. (laughs) Everybody, I want to (laughs) overshare. Look at our website, alwaysdiprate.com. We have recipes that we'll share, overshare with you. We'll overshare our episode guidance. We'll (laughs) overshare our contact page. And if you have something you want to overshare with us and you'd like us to hear and talk about, we'll work hard to cover it with you. So you can message us on our Facebook page and we will check that regularly. So
2: Don't address it to me though.
0: No, address (laughs) it to us. And you know what? If you want T to know it, you let us know, and we'll make sure to convey that information to him.
2: <laughs> this won't be my fault.
0: No, it, it's not your fault. because it naturally my, Well, it's kind of your fault. It naturally what? happens. Because you came here. Because you, you, ex- you exist. Like, yeah, you exist. You're here. That's right.
1: I, at least in my case, it only happens when Nina's around. So, anyway. Ah, but uh, don't forget... <laughs> poor d he's so victimized right now um <laughs> don't forget to tell your fellow podcast fan friends that they can enjoy our podcast every week except although well, the one week i accidentally missed one but let's ignore my technical technical have, difficulties are you oversharing
2: i think you are let's
1: i finish. am it's what i attend to do um yeah. Anyway, we release new episodes, barring my ineptitude, on Sunday mornings. And if you're stuck in quarantine, it's the perfect opportunity
0: to binge listen. Yeah, you can listen all day. And your friends can always find us wherever they get any of their digital media. Digital media. I'll say that better with less of a slur. (laughs) I have had two drinks, so whatever. (laughs) This has been a why the fuck are you telling me this episode (laughs) of Always. Always never. Right. I'm Jill. And I'm Gina. And thank you so
1: much for once again making this a part of your week. And we'll talk more again next week, my dolls. And thank you again for joining us on the Podfix Network. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out sin assholes